Material Components, Season 2. Episode 8, Interview with a Warlord. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there. I'm your humble dragon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Heck yeah. Coming us. Ahoy. Hey everybody. Uh skip right over that. Hey everybody, I am Olivia, and I will be playing Florian of Akalar. I'm Elliot, and I will be playing Shay. I am Michael, and I will be playing Oswald Octavian Theophilus the Third. I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Amari. Indeed. And of course, before we begin today's session, I have to ask the same question I ask every time, and that is, Elliot, do you remember what happened last time? I do. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, so, kind of, uh, in the aftermath of the, uh, plosion, trademark, TM, 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 um, mm-hmm. uh, on the archipelago moon deliver. Sh- uh, we we're kind of trying to figure out well, what the game was, what happened, um, and if we were going to go through with uh, possibly having this interview with um, Warlord Moonstone. Um, Lord General uh, Moonstone. Whatever. <laughs> Fuckwit Moonstone. Uh, That's Florian. what his mother calls him, at least. Yeah. <laughs> His mother thought he was an orphan, Mike. <laughs> Checkmate. Why do you think he became an orphan? <laughs> <laughs> because you she fucked around with this scar. <laughs> um, Florian discovered um, that the, at least the holograms that are shown around Talgon City, Talgon City. Um, are perhaps a deep fake. At the very least, doctored in yeah noticeable ways to the trained eye. Yeah. Medical or PhD doctored? Doesn't matter. They're a doctor either way. Show some respect. Yeah. I just want to know. It's I need to write it down properly. Is it honorary? Yeah. They didn't uh, go to eight then... years of hologram school to be called Mr. <laughs> Hologram school is only three years. What the shit? What took him so long? <laughs> it was a Van Wilder scenario. There was having yeah. too good of a time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, we kind of thought that maybe we should get a message to the Cole Foundation. And I decided to go metadiving. Which is dangerous even on a good day. Mm-hmm. Um. But there seems to be something within the metanet, the, the closed network, as it is apparently, of Talgon City, uh, that doesn't like people being in the metanet. Yeah, you met a, a, a bouncing ball of malware security protocols. <laughs> <laughs> uh, its name was McAfee. I just didn't see the, the collar. Um, and uh, got hurt real bad. So we're sort of our own a little bit. I mean, we have Duma, of course, but uh, and then 
it seems that our interview is going to be happening uh, in four turn cycles. Uh, so we decided to kind of hit the grounds uh, for some hit the hit the pavement for uh, some more information as much as we could glean from both the propaganda library and uh, just uh, street interviews. And also, we got a cool uh, Florian got a cool rock. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Sums it up. Piece of space metal, but yeah. Recap. Yeah, nothing else of import happened. It's true. Besides, you know, the information minister being replaced by a uh, seemingly unrelated bodied individual, though, strangely enough, she shares the same eyes. I'll be able to expected that. Yeah, that, that doesn't really, that doesn't seem important. I don't know. Kind of just run run of the mill to totalitarian dystopia stuff. Fair enough. <laughs> and then there was the realization that by the end of all this, this strange hybrid metallic glass that you've encountered, this new material, this stable athium that you've been studying, is seemingly the product of a great many things, not the least of which is the presence of a magus that most dangerous of living weapons employed by the Khanus Empire. But you discovered much of this in the days leading up to your interview with Lord General Moonstone of Talgan Three, the savior of Talgan Three, Invited to his large estate within the city, where he remains and dwells when not out protecting and securing the world that he loves so much. Even now, as you sit across the table from him, the lights around you flickering, and he waves an imperious hand, saying, We haven't quite stabilized the power grid. You'll have to apologize. I'll have to apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you'll have to apologize. It is difficult to find volunteers of a aptitude that can work and maintain our generators here in the city. As uh, yes, that is quite all right. Um, perfectly understandable, considering. State of Talgan. Thank you uh, for for agreeing to meet with us. It's a, it, it is an honor. The honor is all mine, of course. Being able to tell my story to the archive is indeed something I had never thought possible in my younger years. And he will gesture towards the the food and drinks in front of you on the long table and say. Please, do not let me stop you. You look hungry, I am sure. Being here among the city, supplies are scarce, but we make do with what we have. Is this like Most a days. nice spread? Is this like a... like a? It's not opulent, but it's definitely more of a bounty than is... You're not seeing street meat in Talgan City. You're not seeing an abundance of food. People that you've seen eating on the streets are really only eating ration bars of one kind or another. 
the grocery stores you've seen that are even still open are not even grocery stores. They are food distribution centers where people can go and get their daily allotment, generally of processed proteins of one kind or another. Does he look like, like, I, I, now that I know that the holographic images were composited in a way, there were, it, there's some sort of doctoring happening. Maybe Florian he... was wrong. The Lord General is a stately, tall individual. His strong chin, his somewhat cropped hair, speckled gray along the temples. He has uh, sun-soaked skin that, despite the clear weathering of age, isn't wrecked by sun damage. He has a... a kind of olive complexion and dark glittering eyes of black and green. And he's oh, like... I was just going to make a goof about going to hologram school. Continue. <laughs> I'm never wrong. I went to hologram school. <laughs> well... No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, no I Why didn't. <laughs> um, and he's like also eating and drinking. Yes, absolutely. He'll occasionally take a sip from the glass. He's uh, served some wine. He said that it was some of the last vintages they were able to save. A lot of it was destroyed during the years just after Moonfall. But they managed to find a few bottles, and his men generously donated them to his uh, his manor here. Yes, donated. Redistributed. Well, I suppose we should start... At the beginning, uh, I hear that you uh, have rose into this uh, great position from humble origins. Uh, uh, tell me more about this. My beginnings are not much to speak of. Child of the city, I was raised among its people. I had a bit of a hard scrabble youth. As soon as I was able, I applied and joined the security forces here in Talgan City. It was not glamorous work, but it kept me fed and off the streets. It was there I rose to the rank of sergeant. Many find that sergeant is a fine crux of power and responsibility, and I found that I did not necessarily wish for the stripes of command. The bureaucracy involved always seemed distasteful to me. Hmm. Little did I know, of course, that it would fall upon my shoulders to help reorganize the bureaucracy I had come to dislike. Hopefully I can remake it in a... in a better way. Yes, uh, this bureaucracy is quite important to, uh, if if I'm not mistaken, appointing you this sort of... uh, this position that you are in now. Is that correct? No, I would say that is absolutely incorrect. Oh? It is not a bureaucracy. It is not some higher authority which strove me to lead. It was the wishes of the individuals who followed me through the chaos. Hmm. It was not the Dominion that appointed me a leader here. It was by my own deeds and by my own right, and the was willingness there, of those individuals who follow me. Uh, was there, um, uh, 
I assume is there was there an official sort of capacity as far as uh, ceremony or uh, induction into uh, this position that you now hold? Insofar as those who follow me do so because they require safety and security. There's not been time to, what, decree me as a leader? When Talgan Three is secure, then I'm sure whatever council of individuals can rise to take my place as I continue to spread my security throughout this sector and indeed throughout the Southern Reach. Of course. There will be some sort of civilian council in charge here. Hmm. And, uh, what, what, uh, what are you keeping Talgon City secure from? If I might ask. Raiders, bandits, malcontents left over from the shattering. The southern reaches replete with deserters and mercenaries who up until the end of the war, served one side or another, and now seek to take advantage of the chaos. They see a planet like Talgon III, bereft of a higher power, and seemingly weak, and they see opportunity. I will show them otherwise. Is that why you, uh... Now, don't think me rude for asking this question. It's, uh... The Archive... We need to get as much information as possible, but mm-hmm. is this why you um, have rejected aid from resources like like the Cole Foundation, <laughs> addressing the uh, space elephant in the room? The Cole Foundation gives with one hand while taking with the other. If their interest in this planet was purely generous as they claim, then why would they take money from corporations run by the houses of the Empire? That is, that is an excellent point. Have so, you... you're focused, so you're focused on independent, is what I can glean from that. I see Talgon Three as a starting point of a new way of thinking, not bound by old hegemonies and ancient traditions. The Dominion and the Empire are simply two sides of the same old rusted coin. Look at your histories. Did not the Empire sprout from a division in spiritual beliefs between the Midrians and Taro of the Dominion? Did Primus Conus himself not strike out to form his Empire simply due to the fact that he disagreed with the way the Dominion did things? But he kept so many of their traditions. He did not try to make something new. He simply tried to build his own version of what they had already done. Yes, improving on an existing model. Shackling himself to the past. But you wish to do something wholly new. Is, is, is that correct? That is the hope. Hmm. Obviously, there will be years... Decades, perhaps, of struggle. Perhaps this dream is folly. But we won't know unless we try. What is, uh, would you say, uh, I mean, it's hard to know uh, with uh, these uncertain times, of course, but 
Do you have a, a timeline in place for this sort of transformation of Talgan? Uh, what can five we? Year plan. Yeah, what is your five-year plan? We have successfully secured the northern continent of this planet, and we are working to secure the far east as well. The southern continent, of course, is well, it is a regrettable loss after the moonfall. Much of it is a wasteland, irradiated beyond hope of recovery. But once this planet is secure of those who would seek to engender chaos, then we can start rebuilding our trade and our infrastructure to the point where we might be able to help import more supplies from off-world, setting up trade relations with some of the smaller nations of the Southern Reach. Have you had much communication with uh, those nations? We have reached out with diplomats to Fingalurf and Vargas and even Novkogrin. Uh, context, are any of these uh, nearby planets known to any of us? Fingalurf, Gnomish Enclave. Is the, yeah. Vargas, yeah. homeworld of the Lycan. And Novkogrin is the reservation planet of the dwarves. Okay, that I felt like I recognized all three names, but Fingalurf was the only one that... Uh, and the Cog of Novkogrin are considered persona non grata to the rest of the, well, major powers of the galaxy. So treating with them directly would be considered kind of a breach of treaty to the Empire or the Dominion. Hmm. Are there those, uh, you obviously have a very clear idea of what you think this, uh, world can be, can become. Are there those on Talgan that, or Talgan 3 that perhaps have different perspectives on it? And if so, how do you, how do you interact with them? How do you get them to see things from your perspective? I approach with an open and generous hand. I offer security and well-being, food and energy, a structure where there would be otherwise chaos. And if this offer is rejected, then I must respond to whatever chaos they might bring with a closed fist instead. It is regrettable that it has to come to violence, but sometimes that is only the only way to resolve a situation in which others would entreat disaster. And we have had enough disaster here on Talgon 3. Yes. Mm. Now, uh, earlier we um, mentioned uh, when you... Um, spread yourself to other areas in the Southern Reach. Uh, something Again, that about is the, the hope. Uh, right. Uh, this future plan of yours. Um, there was talk of a, a council being set up after your uh, departure from Talgan 3, um, but it got me thinking, are you currently the sole decision maker in this area and your, your um, regime? one might call it. Um, or is there currently some sort of council or um, 
Florian try to be cool for like yes what is no No, that's uh, governmental word yeah oh oh okay i wasn't trying to be i wasn't trying to be sassy i promise florian god just chill for like five seconds oh oh no you're fine there is a certain level of delegation that must be undertaken when trying to establish well civilization I cannot oversee every bit of minutiae that goes on in Talgan City, or this world for that matter. But ultimately, the buck does stop with me at the moment. I do not take on that responsibility lightly. When my work here is done, and I can rest assured that Talgan Three will be safe, then I fully expect a civilian government to be formed. I only ask because, um, and Mr. Uh, oh my god, Oswald Octavian. Oh, Theophilus yeah. is the, the last one. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mr. Theophilus, uh, unless I'm mistaken, I know I'm but an intern, but uh, mm. this article and the information we're gathering is as much about this process of um, reestablishing Talgan Three as it is about our honored host. Of course. Uh, yes. And I was just curious to get a, a better look behind the um, um, processes. It is my hope that in giving you all the information you seek, that the word of our efforts here may spread and that other like-minded individuals cast off by the chains of their imperial and dominion masters might flock to this idea of something new. You mentioned a um, civilian uh, body of government. Obviously, if it is to be decided uh, democratically, it's hard to know for sure, but there, of course, are important players that are involved in building up a civilization. Are there individuals who perhaps you have in mind that might perfectly exemplify what you're looking for as far as governmental uh, a governmental body. I would let any individual's experience speak for themselves. Let those who are best qualified step forward. At this point, I think that goal is still in the distance. I do not have an idea for a governmental body at this moment, no. Um, uh, uh, Amari, uh, you, you had a question, right, for the Lord General, fucking what? <laughs> you were you were just mentioning it to me before uh, before we started this interview. If I'm not mistaken. No, no. Oh, you no! Should. I didn't have. A... I love this. Uh... <clears throat> I no, I don't have anything. <laughs> oh, sorry. We must have already asked it. I. I did I? No, this is actually Reed saying, I don't remember. Did I have a question? No, I, I oh, was. Oh, okay. I was, I was just, I was, I was pulling Amari into the scene. Nah, uh, Amari's like, wow, you've got beautiful you crown molding in this place. place. <laughs> Play with me. Yeah. Um, 
I believe the technical term is fucking with you, Reed. Yeah, (laughs) dog, I dog, I don't have the energy to say. That's fair. I can't, I can't decide, like decipher whether or not you're fucking with me or if I like, did I forget something? Yeah, I leave the oven on. I didn't bake anything today. It might still be on though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. The, The Lord General will push back from the table and stand up, holding his cup of wine in his hand as he stares out the window overlooking Talgan City in the cool evening air. Mm-hmm. His back is to you at the moment, but he will say almost loftily, I never had any intention of taking control of this place. That duty was thrust upon me. But given the opportunity, I will seize it and try to make something better. Uh, who thrust it upon you, if I may ask? My men, of course. The individuals who chose to follow me after the moonfall. Uh, and do, obviously, this whole city is, uh, is part of your domain. Do you mean everyone who lives here in the city, or perhaps a select uh, elite group? Uh, The soldiers under my command who chose to follow me after the chaos of Moonfall. More and more flocked to my banner, and as I continued to lead, it became clear that I was more than just a simple sergeant leading a squad of men. I spoke, and others followed. I bet your uh, squadron has many tales that uh, they would love to tell about you. Oh yes, I would love to get an opportunity to speak with as many people as possible. Obviously, you are an incredible source of information for what has happened here, but it's nice to get uh, different perspectives. Of course, I can arrange interviews with as many of them, well, as many of them as are left, as you would like. Many sacrifices have been made on this road that we now walk. Yes, the the bandit incursions. Bandit might be too kind a word. They sought to steal what little wealth Talgan III still had, left after the Dominion fled, and that included its citizens. We put a stop to that, though. And was that a organized group, or was or was it just those who uh, worked against you? They came in ones and twos, sometimes in larger, more organized groups, and he'll turn back to look at you. His face hard with this low, boiling anger. But we always found them and drove them back. And how was it uh, that you that you drove them back? I mean, uh, sure, you said lots of them came in, in, you know, minor parties, but was it was it just tactical superiority of your your men and yourself or was there some other god florian is like 
It's uh, it's not that Florian is bad at, at talking. It's that Olivia is bad at talking. <laughs> <laughs> What's your secret, man? What's your secret. <laughs> we had like, one advantage. Twirls hair and stuff. We had one advantage that the the slavers and mercenaries and bandits did not anticipate. Oh, from disaster came our edge, our way of establishing this new order. From Talgan Three's moon, this new resource that we found upon our planet. This Atheum glass, as we've begun calling it. Incredibly potent, incredibly powerful. It can charge weapons longer than any other source of Aethite or Atheum could. It can power structures, it can move ancient suits of powered armor and battle gear and tanks, things that we would not normally be able to power with the limited resources we have, we now have the capability of thanks to this material. Seems like something that potent, something that powerful... Is there a, a level of danger using this material? Is there a, I know that aether and atheum, there's a, an amount of radioactivity depending on the amount of uh, the source. And yet this atheum glass seems stable. But that is part of the reason I agreed to speak with you. Oh, yes? If at all possible, I would prefer it if information about this resource, Atheum Glass, was not reported on within the Archive. Interesting. Uh, and I am, of course, uh, amenable to, to that request, but I, I am curious. Is there a particular reason uh, that you wish to keep it quiet? At least for now? Yes. Security, of course. I suppose uh, the introduction of a uh, useful and powerful uh, element could draw some unwanted attention. I, I understand that perspective. The Empire, to say the least, what is left of the Dominion, if they learned of this, they would come upon us like vultures in the middle of the desert. We have yet to secure our foothold here, at least for the time being. We are still in a precarious place. Well, I am more than happy to uh, leave out any information regarding this specific subject. Um, you have been most gracious with us, and it would be the least that we could do. That would be a superb... well... There would have to be some recompense for such an omission, of course. We realize that as a member of the Archive, you work on commission. So yes. to leave out a source of information is a costly decision. Yes, uh, certainly one this... There's been quite a long time since a discovery this important in the field of etherics has been entered into the archive. Of course, 
elements such as this have been theorized in the past, and in certain small cases have been recreated in laboratories, but to have such a wealth of it available in a seemingly naturally occurring fashion, albeit limited in its availability, it could draw attention from all corners of the galaxy. But we would, of course, make it worth your effort to withhold this information. And, uh, as you said, this is as uh, amicable as you've been. It is quite the omission. What did you have in mind? Resources. The availability of agents at your disposal, at least while you're here on Telgan 3. Introductions to other local powers and authorities. Currency, if that is your wish. Well, uh, certainly, uh, I think we're doing okay, but uh, obviously we're, we're going to be in Talgan uh, City for, for a bit as we gather information. Uh, so those resources would be uh, most beneficial to our research. Um, I, of course, myself, uh, my search for knowledge is purely for knowledge's sake, uh, and although I, uh, I, you are, although I am in agreement with you to not uh, provide any information on this material to the archive, I am very curious about its properties. Um, I don't suppose any off-the-record uh, uh, discussions about about it might be uh, in order. Do you have a background in this sort of thing? It is a uh, it is an interest of mine. I have, well, my articles in the archive on such matters are quite small, uh, considering the the large swath of information that is out there. Um, it is a it is a passing interest of mine. Where would one pick up such a passing interest? I do not mean to pry, of course. It's simply that uh, it is curious for a wandering scholar such as yourself to find himself on the cusp of such an interesting discovery. I wonder what brought you here. Well, my life is much different than yours, of course, my upbringing. Uh, what with my numerous, numerous siblings, so many. Uh, Avia, as you know, have large batches of, of broods, I suppose you could call them. I found my passions um, searching through the archive itself, uh, what I eventually was able to successfully uh, start employment. There's just... I was drawn... It sounds like in. another forceful knowledge attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of us imposing roles on Oswald. That's yeah. just like... You're talking too much. Make a. This is a social. <laughs> this is combat. Like, this is combat. In a way, because yeah. we feel attacked. All of all of yeah. all to resist. <laughs> um, like, yeah. Oh God! Here he goes about the fucking the fucking eggs again. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> Roll to stay awake. <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, he's not lying. Uh, he is. He has been. That's the worst. I suppose that's the worst part. Um, 
And and uh, why are the the three of you accompanying this? We drew the fucking short straw. <laughs> More specifically, I, didn't even draw a straw. I was just told to go here. I would be remiss if I did not ask after the. Well, I would say elephant, but I think lion is more apt. Yeah. Oh, we find ourselves nice. in rare company. A suspiciously quiet lion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yes. Um, well, Amari's exploits uh, before I met him uh, were not privy to me. I really, really need him. Yes, there was. Uh, need uh, obviously all three of these individuals provide different uh, services um, uh, and assistance with my research. Uh, Amari uh, is uh, excellent uh, in a scrape. Uh, we don't normally have to deal with that, but uh, it's a dangerous uh, it's a dangerous galaxy out there, and. Um, he, his abilities have proven quite capable and um, uh, up to the archive's uh, stellar standards. He will. Does that sentence hurt you to say? Yep. Did, it, did you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he will walk slowly around the table, placing a hand on the empty chair that he'd vacated and looking over to you, Amari. He will ask, and it must be a fascinating story of what brings. A hero of the Dominion into the employ of an field researcher for the Archive. I got bored. Oh, yes? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can understand the pursuit of knowledge is probably the most exciting thing I can... Nope. I can, nope. That's not it. Oh. Definitely not it. Then, Amari, what brings you... Out this far. Simple boredom? Seems as though you could have your fill of excitement in (laughs) more established company. Yeah, I could, but I don't know. This looks good. How do I say it? I have responsibilities back home and... This looks better than going and doing some things that might be considered unsavory. So this is... What? A dodge of responsibility, then? Mm. I don't want to say yes, but I also don't want to say no. But by hesitating, you kind of said yes. (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know. But I I feel like when Reed's doing this, Reed's saying this, I... Time has ceased to exist. Mm. Everything in the world is paused. I can, I can freeze everything at will. Is this, is this also like? I mean, maybe not Shay, but probably the first time that Oswald and Florian, because I assume he's kind of being honest right now. Oh yeah, I mean, like he's <laughs> not going to lie about it. He did this out of boredom. <laughs> I think uh, Florian's like, what the fuck? Horrified. Like, <laughs> yeah. Florian is like what? desperately trying to keep his face like normal looking. So it's as simple as that then. I mean, uh, a shrug and uh, a, a bit of a toothy grin. He will shake his head. I must say I am disappointed. 
I had hoped there was perhaps some convoluted plot to destroy me in this. Convoluted plots are always the most interesting to unravel. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a direct kind of guy. I don't do the convoluted Indeed. thing. But still, the hero of the Dominion, leader of the Golden Mane, seems an odd place to find you. Tell me about it. We are an odd group. I should say so. A Taro, an Elvalian, and an Avio, all working for the Archive, of all things. Yes. I'm just you waiting for him. jokes at office parties. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for him to just be like, yeah, and all of you working for the Cole Foundation. You think I wouldn't know? <laughs> Please. That's what Please, we could for. see your shuttle coming down, like, He'll off in a distance. Look to you, Florian, and say, are you much for office parties, then? <laughs> no. That was... sort of a joke. Yes, we don't have, um, offices, necessarily. As right. Apologies. Yeah, the archive is entirely digital, so... I just wonder what brings you into this fold. If Amari is to serve as, well, security. Mm -hmm. We all look around like, yeah, Florian, what do you do? Uh, Florian is an <laughs> excellent assistant um, for my research. I would like to be helpful. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't as, say that. As well as having uh, uh, medical skills as well, in case it's needed. Um, but also a, a, a sharp mind and a key, uh, keen eye. Uh, Florian will kind of give like an abashed sort of like, not like, uh, <laughs> nod. Oh, shucks. Yeah. Oh, sh oh, darn. Based on your manner, I take it you were not raised in Minos or any of its core protectorates. Uh, you're perceptive. Uh, no, I hail from the Outer Kingdoms. Does not take much in the way of perception to tell when a Taro lacks the regalia of a dragon worshipper. They tend to flaunt such iconography. Florian will, like, crack his neck back and forth, just, like, bristle under, yeah, the idea of that. And finally, the... Lord General's gaze will fall over to Shay. Another assistant, I assume. Handy with research? Of course. I'd love to know what your assessment of me is, though. I'm sure you are very useful. And he'll turn and move away, sipping at his wine. But please continue. This is your interview, not mine. See, now I'm, I'm just... He just kind of read us for filth, so I'm like, uh, what do we even ask now? I say we just kill him. <laughs> like, you honestly, know there's going to be another one I, tomorrow, yeah, right? 20 like, minutes from just, now. Why don't we just, like, uh, get let loose some of our pent-up energy and just get rid of this one? Um, 
I can make a call. I can get the, I can get shit just dropped right through the roof. Just no problem. Crush him with the mech. <laughs> no, just like a box, dude. <laughs> It's like a big fucking box. Honestly, have Duma drive that fucking shuttle in here. We know yeah, that dog. she can take it. Yeah. Does um, no, there's anti-air. Ideas as to where, like, based on where this conversation this is a bit metagaming, but that's fine. Um, based on, like, the directions this conversation is taken, would any of our characters have maybe... Would I, I guess I can speak for myself. Um, would, has Oswald's. Uh, You're going to have to finish it, a sentence one of these days. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> uh, Oswald is smarter it's than hard I. sometimes. It, it's, it's difficult. Is there. Well, I can't just. <laughs> I can't just say, what do we not know? <laughs> I can't just say that. Uh, you can. But do you it's ever, not going to get us ever, anything, but you can. Yeah. Do you ever do a thing and then you and but then it's like so then you go and you have the yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that little kid do you have a girlfriend That's me every no. time yeah yeah i will kind of reword is there any of this that doesn't is there anything he said that has like not added up quite yep. or is there anything that like catches our attention as being odd or Thank you for clarifying. I mean, besides the whole thing, because I definitely think this is a fucking cyborg. (laughs) Does it sound exactly like what people before have said is the one thing I want to know if it sounds like verbatim. I I was going to ask earlier if it sounded rehearsed because, yeah, it it does read a little. Do you have some kind of talent in insight or uh, reading? emotional situations of some kind does so uh, this is a good question game wise mm-hmm. is influence one way not necessarily as a skill no cool you can attempt to try to figure out if somebody is influencing you whether that be charismatically or etherically because emotional etherics is totally a thing would I have to make? Would you, would one have to make separate checks for that? Is it like a different kind of sensory thing? Not necessarily, considering you can throw aether into any role, which I'm going to do. Uh, how much? Uh, well, okay. I'm going to say that this is probably careful again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a d6 in influence. Okay, and I'm going to put five aether dice into it. Okay. Uh, minus five aether dice from your pool, then, and just roll your talent and tactic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. I like how I was joking about a a you literally have a tiny bullion cube in your pocket, but you literally have a tiny like aether bullion cube in your pocket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I actually probably put it back in my glove. <laughs> mm. Uh. The left glove, specifically. Um, That is a 13. 13. You try and reach out with your etherics, and nothing happens. You don't feel your etheric senses when you reach for them. You strain, and you try to get a read on this guy, attempting to break through, just 
kind of focusing and you get up he seems really passionate about what he's talking about seems genuine he's only trying to manipulate you so much as anyone who's making an impassioned speech and answers is trying to manipulate anybody but your total lack of ability to feel the aether around you or in you Okay, so uh, a little bit of retroactive. This is definitely why Florian answers so awkwardly, is that he's done this previously and is now fucking terrified because he is so used to accessing his Aether all the the time. The sudden sense of deja vu you're getting is also really upsetting. Deja vu from what? (laughs) Tough to say. You know, it's not like the thing for like deja vu. You don't know what it is, but you've seen it before. Something about this scenario is just like, you don't know what it is, but there's like, it's that sense that you should be, that you're remembering something, but you can't have. I was suspicious about the fact that we started this episode like in media res, and I have only grown more suspicious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm Hmm. I just want to know. Did he actually go to hologram school, or is he a hologram? Let's throw something at him really quick. Uh, that's why I asked if he was eating <laughs> and drinking. Yeah. And he appears the to be. food's a hologram, too. Has any of a, have any of us eaten anything here? Yeah. Specifically saw Elliot pantomiming, shoveling things into their mouth earlier. Yeah, and drinking. real. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you doing? Uh, unless anybody notices that Florian is, like, fully fucking stiff as a board, which maybe is just from the whole Dominion questioning thing. Nothing. Can I, uh, just looking around this room, um, does anything stand out? You want to give me some kind of investigation role? Yeah. Perception of some kind? Yeah, I do have investigation. That would be... Probably wouldn't be. I, I mean, would it be clever, or it wouldn't be clever? What What would be the the tactic involved in investigating? As, um, I guess it would be clever, huh? Yeah, clever probably would fit. Cool. I would yeah, say just in, in this particular situation, if you're trying not to be seen, it might be uh, swiftly or quietly. No, I, I think I'm just kind of uh, taking in taking in the space. Um, but uh, looking for anything that just seems sort of off, I guess. Sure. Uh, and I can't use Aether, so I will just roll. Who said that? Oh, because I went all in. Oh, right. That's true. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought this was you being... <laughs> Metagaming? No. 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 I'm uh, <laughs> attempting to remind everybody that, yes, uh, that is still a thing where... Uh, Oswald has gone all in and cannot use Aether for the remainder of the mission. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I was being cute. I apologize. It's alright. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to roll now and let's just see how this goes. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, one of them is a one. Mm. Um, so that's cool. My tactic die was a one. And the other one was a three. So four is my total. Four. How well do I do, Mike? Seems normal. It's a fairly banal dining room. It wouldn't call it ostentatious by any means. Glancing around, the walls are pretty spartan. There is a veranda off to the side that goes out into a balcony that kind of overlooks the city. 
The lighting in here is pretty drab. It's fairly utilitarian, all things considered. Okay. Are there any other people around, or is it? Are we like it's painfully just the alone with this? Yeah. Seems weird. Were there people on the way in, like to this place? I was you just try to, to recall if yep. there was anyone on the way yeah. in. Yeah. Yep. God fucking damn it. I I don't know. There should have been right. Yeah. Yeah, like it's the the warlord's manor. There should be guards or something. You try to recall the faces of guards. There had to have been guards. Did we they keep coming up blank? Do we even remember coming here? Do we? Do I remember what the building that we are in looks like? The Who lights flicker, and the warlord says, "You'll have to apologize for the lighting. It's tough to get all of the power routed properly in a city of this size." As you all find yourselves sitting across from the warlord, your interview beginning, dinner served in front of you. Right? Are we like cognizant that this has already happened? What has already happened? Oh boy! Right, cool, (sighs) good, good, and uh, good and awesome. This is going okay. All right. Well, Uh, I have to go to bed at some time, Mike. Okay, you can't (laughs) hold me here a hostage to play your silly game. So, question, Mike? Mm -hmm. Do how does so so being completely depleted of aether makes one exhausted, essentially, or like there's a physical toll? Yes, it should. Yeah, absolutely. Do I feel, feel fine. anywhere? Dinner's, you're hungry. Oh, There's food right god. there. God, oh my god. Drinks are served. The wine, he says, was found by his men after the chaos, and uh, they managed to donate it to his manor house here in Talgan City. He owes everything to the loyal followers who have given him his position and followed him to this brave new era he hopes to build. You ask about where he came from and what he is trying to accomplish here, unshackled from the bonds of ancient traditions. He hopes to build something new. He talks about this new material, Athium Glass, and how he would prefer it if you didn't add this to the archive. That you will be compensated, of course. That he wouldn't expect that a scholar like you, who's clearly in love with the gathering of knowledge for knowledge's sake, but leastways he will offer whatever resources he can to aid you in your research. He talks about odd that you're here with the hero Amari of the Dominion though looking to you Amari he says but of course it beats any responsibilities one might have at home so why not see the galaxy he wishes he could but there's too much of a burden of responsibility here he doesn't even glance at Shay and says to Florian, And what part of the eastern reaches do you hail from? Clearly not one of Minos or its protectorates. Uh, I'm from the Outer Kingdoms, up north ways. 
there are outer kingdoms from north to south, east to west. Mm-hmm. Any one in particular? Not from any place you'd ever heard of. Uh, hmm. That is fair. And of course, I'm sure that all of you are useful companions to the scholar. Your work here will be, of course, a boon to Talgon Three and the order that we're building here. Hopefully it will be able to spread the message that we no longer have to serve as slaves to old tyrants like Empress Conus or the Minotaur. Just new ones. Do you say that out loud? Um, was it in my character voice? <laughs> Tough to say sometimes. Yeah. How uh, how long does it take us? I mean, obviously, Florian has already noticed with the deja vu moment. How long does it take us to realize that we are in a loop? Or do we realize at any point? Florian, at some point, you try to get a read on the Lord Emperor was- and feel that disturbing lack. I was going to say it's probably after his question in this loop. He is assuring you that with his help and the help of those who rally to his banner, he hopes to secure a place of solidarity and freedom in the Southern Reach. But that with a little bit of secrecy, hopefully they can keep the Empire and Dominion remnants off their back, at least for now. So, like, I'm trying to figure out if this is, like, an information-gaining, like, it's, tactic. Yeah, or, or, like... And, and or brainwashing tactic. That's what I right. thought Right, so, like, yeah. that's, the, that's the thing. It's like, oh, yeah, let's just take all of their information that they could possibly disseminate and then and turn them into... Yeah. Watching all at the same time. Yeah. As I texted to Olivia, what a cool new form of torture. <laughs> <laughs> the kind you don't even realize is happening. Mm. Until you do, and it's too late. Yeah, does anything... Uh, uh, I'm assuming same same deja vu mm-hmm. uh, feeling? Okay. Um, I imagine that I am... Uh, you know, Oswald is... Are we seated? Ev, this is a question for everybody. Are you mm-hmm. all seated? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Whoever I'm seated next to, who's not Oswald, which I am. I mean, I wouldn't be sitting next to Oswald. Yeah. So. Which makes me think it's you. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So Maybe I think try to just like stand up, just like get out of our chairs. Well, no, I think Florian, like, like, uh, leans over and just, like, grab, like, grabs your shoulder and then just, like, mm-hmm. grabs your shoulder. Uh-huh. Uh, and I don't... That's my second yeah, favorite shoulder. What are you doing? <laughs> Florian, are you all right? Is everything uh, okay? Are you feeling unwell? <clears throat> no, I'm... No, I, I'm I'm totally fine. Sorry, uh, just got a little lightheaded there. My apologies. Uh, the wine can do. Sorry, that. Amari. Mm-hmm. And I will, as I'm saying that, I will give Amari like 
Yo. <laughs> hey. Uh, eyes shoot, sharp. Sh- shoot him. <laughs> shoot him in the face. In his... Anyways, what uh, what were we talking about? Uh, Apologies. We were discussing my long-term goals. Right. Yes, that's what it was. Of course, leaving Talgon 3 as secure as possible is in the short term. Are the lights weird in here? Do they look like normal lights? They're flickering. Right. I'm just like, that's the reset thing. I'm trying to figure out what the lights look like. You glance up at the lights? Yeah. Give me some kind of perception check. Neato. Hopefully it's better than mine. Um, yeah, so I'm guessing this would probably be, like, cleverly, and I don't have anything in perception, I just have a d6. Does that sound about right to you, Mike? Do you have a d6 in cleverly? Oh, no, sorry, perception. Okay, so you don't have a specialization in perception? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah, uh, fuck it, let's throw some... Let's use one of my aether. How many aether dice do you spend? Uh, one. Minus one aether dice from your pool. Mm-hmm. And roll your tactics and talent die, please. Yep, okay. This whole place is just a fucking... Or a battery. Ooh, okay, so that's uh six and a six, so twelve. Twelve is three less than fifteen. Yeah. If I had to do some quick math on that one. Take your fucking void die. D twelve. Just want to roll some dice. Yeah, it's okay. a D twelve. Yes. Yeah. And that's a nine. Nine plus six is or nine plus twelve is twenty-one. Mm-hmm. You look up at the lights, and for a moment the blackness of the ceiling is striking. The lights glaring down at you through that darkness like a spotlight or a street light through the night. You blink rapidly. You think you see hunched forms standing over you, looking down, outlined by the light. But you, you blink and come away, and the lights shudder, and the warlord says, I'll have to... I have to apologize for the power. It's tough to keep it stable after all the chaos. This is fucking creepy. The ah! conversation oh. continues. Florian, you get that sense of deja vu. How big are these hunched figures are we talking like tough to say they're standing around on the exterior of your vision uh backlit by the the lights in the ceiling cool i hate it dark Um, forms tough to say just imagine like 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 oh god like shadows just but with like yellow eyes all just like looming in the corners of the you saw red zone. eyes now okay. mike cool. why why cool. why did you have cool. to do that oh cool. reasons yeah yeah the warlord uh, so unconcerned with I... the presence of your elvish companion just continues to ask you questions about where are you from what brings you out here i'm gonna try to stand up when i when i do the uh Give me an athletics check. 
why the fuck doesn't he care about Shay? I would say this yeah, is that's, a... That's what I'm curious about. Forceful. Oh, Shay. no. Really? Mm-hmm. I was going to say bold. I, could, I would take bold, yeah. Okay, good, because forceful is my least and bold is my highest. Mm. <laughs> Did Shay bring something out of the meta net? Or... Or it could just be trying not to attract the attention of the wizard in our party, maybe? I, I don't, don't know. I don't... I don't... I, which, whichever one. There's... It's me. Uh, it's me. I'm, I'm a gun wizard. <laughs> could be anyone. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is a... Oh my god, math is really hard. Uh, that's a 12. 12. 12. <laughs> But you know, know the funny what? thing about twelves is that they're not fifteen. <laughs> they're so close to fifteens, though. They're like so close. Oh, so you might it, as well just throw a void die we, on there. We keep we keep giving him void die, and nothing is happening. It's just a loop. Well, no, we yeah. are gaining information just at a very, very our pl- the very players are, the players are gaining information. But are the characters gaining information, or are they I forgetting as soon as the loop starts? I, I don't know. But I am going to try to stand up. Yeah, and with that twelve. Oh wait, yeah, duh. I moved I the void die for roll. you. Thank I moved you. the void die for you. Uh, Mike, did you move one for me earlier? Mm-hmm. I didn't move one. Okay, got you. What'd you roll? Plus ten. Plus ten. Wow. Which gets us all the way to <laughs> 22. Me Why you gotta one-up me like that? Which is, of course, over the 20 that I was looking for. And Oh, shit, it was... You were, you were telling me 15, Mike. I, I never said 15. You all said 15. Um, <laughs> I never said 15. I did. I'm, I'm culpable. You feel the straps on your arms. Oh, good. As you rock up, your shoulders coming up off the table, figures around you, maybe only four, four and a half feet tall, their eyes glowing red back up away from the bovine form of Florian as you pull against the the straps at your arms and your legs, trying to pull up and away. There is clipped, short, violent language from around you. A staccato language that you do not understand. As someone is approaching you with a long rod that glows at the end with two crystalline prongs that spark between each other. Can I... I don't know if this is going to work. Can I make another athletics check uh, to get out of this? Because uh, I'm assuming the straps didn't break. I'm just no. like aware of their presence now. Right. This seems like a good place to go all in. Mm, okay. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And definitely not the worst. As you pull at and you feel the the wires attached to your head and around your neck, you suddenly feel this surge of aether around you as you pull at the, what is clearly now the real. The large device just to your right, this enormous metanet hub that pulses with dark purple power. 
You see nearby other tables with other forms strapped to them, wires leading from this machine between you all. A tiny bird man, a lithe cat man, a slender elf. Yeah, I'm getting the fuck out. I'm getting us the fuck out of here. (laughs) Or something. Like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what, what, like, with the thing that's just like, yeah, you decided to sleep in the the golden manticore. You done fucked up. I mean, that's the, Mike did drop the Inception ref earlier in the episode. Yeah, Yeah, like three of them, too. It was really our fault for not catching it. (laughs) I mean, fucking, he said stuff about, like, drinking the Kool-Aid or whatever, the Ovaltine, whatever. I feel like all the hints were there. I they know, were. okay. Let's try, Honestly, like, I was like, Christmas story, it's all just advertising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Olivia? Break those bonds. Because what's your aether pool size? Six. And how many are you actually spending on top of that? Uh, I only have one left. So that's what you're spending. So. And I have a, a d6 in... in uh, yeah. Athletics. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a fistful of dice right there. Yes, it is. Hell yeah. Roll them dice. Roll them bones. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twenty, twenty-three, and my last one. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. I mean, 24 is almost 25. You could, I mean, this would, I'll say this much. This is a hard roll. So 25 is not going to get you that critical victory. A 30, on the other hand. <laughs> That's only six away. It's only six away. Hey, you have like a Reed? one in oh, chance. Poor Reed is God. just like, just kill me. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> It's fine. But you've succeeded regardless. Yeah, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it at a regular success. All right. You tear the straps away from your arms. You find yourself coming out of this reverie. What the rest of you see is a hole punched through the table where Florian once sat. This weird blurred effect streaming up through the pixelated version of the chair that Florian was sitting in. The stream of colors that consist of the chair and Florian blurring across the area around you. And the Lord General, seemingly unnoticing, uh, continues to talk about his expectations for the future. Uh, it, it's the stuff like when gifts get corrupted. Yes, exactly. And they, yeah. Uh, Shay is like F- Florian. Florian, you hear I'm... Shay's voice weakly from a table nearby as these short creatures in bulky suits of armor with glowing red goggles approach you, weapons drawn. Uh, Florian's yelling, like, (laughs) uh, God, what do you even say? Uh, you're, you're strapped to the table. Everybody stand up. The Lord General is speaking louder now, uh, officiously 
declaring that this new order that he is founding will maybe not replace the old ways, but certainly at least stand as a, a bulwark against their tide of corruption. Um, uh, but Florian I'm, did still go through the ceiling, so I'm gonna... Florian yeah, is maybe part I, of the ceiling now? It's tough to say. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, like, she tries to, like, reach, not, like, stand-up stand-up, but, you know, like, the, like, reaching across the table and... You find your arm moving sluggishly, as though you can't quite reach past the plane where you would touch your food or drink. He drank so much wine, Shay. Oh, God. God, I got drunk. Is is the chair that I was in, is that like a big... Are, are we talking like a, a dining room chair, or are we talking like a, like a dentist chair? It's a fucking lazy boy, dude. <laughs> the, the dining room chair that you were at speaking to the, the Lord General in was just a pretty basic four-legged dining room chair. The table you found yourself strapped to was something more like a dentist would use. Okay. And yeah, Florian, you are free, and there are things approaching you that mean you harm, it seems. And as you shout, there is no reaction other than the the soft mumble of words from your friends and the weakest attempts at movement from their limbs. How close is the closest person to me? Uh, and by person, I mean my friends, not these little weird thingies about a meter away it seems as though you are arranged in a radius around the central machine that rested near your heads like the oh, well, I'm of a just... terrible flower oh i'm gonna just go straight for the machine then can i just fucking like is there any sort of wiring in it there are all the wires leading to your friends just all of our minds are just going to get trapped inside the broken machine. I was just about just to say, kind of hope these jello. aren't life support wires. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so new characters, everybody. What we <laughs> What's the Yay. thing? Better to ask forgiveness than permission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Florian, what you're doing is yanking all of the connective wires off of your allies? Yeah. Okay. Do it. Who are you passing it to? We are in initiative now. That makes sense. There are uh, your allies, and there is the enemy. I'm going to pass it to Shay, uh, since they were just, like, trying to move. And Shay, as you continue that struggle, trying to move your hand, you suddenly, eyes snapping open, stare down, and the reason your hand isn't moving is because it's strapped to the arm of this weird reclining chair table thing. Not the best restraints I've opened up in. Um. <laughs> hey. Uh. Okay, so I'm awake and cognizant. Are these straps? Oh, they're so they're physical. They're not like yes. Yeah. Bummer. Um. Oh, where are the straps? Strapped to? Is it like forearm? Uh, wrists and ankles. Wrists and ankles. Um, I'm going to, uh, use my new spellcraft. <laughs> okay. Curse hands. To pop my hands off. <laughs> ah, I see. 
your artificial hands detach themselves. And you yes, slide your wrists out. <laughs> That's so good. Who didn't think this would have come into play this quickly? <laughs> So good. Oh, I don't even need a roll for that. Okay. That's <laughs> too good. Unless you want the hands to then do something else. I Can would like I would like number? the hands to uh I mean I, I say I say <laughs> good one boys and they give me a thumbs up. Um <laughs> but I would also mm. like them to undo the straps at my ankles. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, give me a spellcraft roll. Walking around like thing for the mm-hmm. straight up thing in it. Um, I think this is pretty clever. <laughs> I would say there's, so as well. There's uh, yeah. no tactic for huh? so. <laughs> I would say that's bold. Half the time, y'all use it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's me going, huh? <laughs> that's that's bold of you. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, where's my I got so many details I can never find them. Okay. Oh wait. I needed a D eight instead of a D ten. Pyramid's touching butts. Okay. Uh that is a twelve. Twelve. They scramble down and begin unlacing the straps at your ankles. You are free. Who is going next? Uh I'm gonna pass it to enemy. The enemy. These strange, blocky creatures covered in thick, angular, brutalist armor that comes down in kind of cubic fashion across their shoulders and torsos and heads with these just glowing red goggles for eyes. They don't seem to have any exposed flesh as far as you can tell. One of them coming in and attacking Florian, the other making for the machine to do something. You don't know what. But the one attacking Florian is going to do so. Uh, It has a D12 in Delver Combat, and a its tactic is a D8 in Ruining Your Day. And I think I'm going to throw... At least one void dice onto this, because of course I am. That's only that fair. That wasn't my void die. I just want you to know, since you're not using mine, you're using... Oh, it's else's. it's one of the, what, three I gave to him? Yeah, not mine. So. so, Florian, you have to uh, engage in some dodging, I should think. Yeah, I'm gonna do some some quick athletic maneuvers. That sounds reasonable to me. Alright. Well, the number to beat is ten, because I rolled like balls. Two? I rolled a one, a one, and an eight. Okay, that's a six on my d6, so that's good. Mm-hmm. And roll one. First... Roll a one. You Why f- did you say any... <laughs> Oh no! Opposite. I rolled an oh, eleven. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. That well, was that is my technically two ones. Grid, not that is my... two ones. I just <laughs> so eleven luck. plus six is seventeen. Yeah, you successfully get out of the way as this thing lunges in with this horrible taser prod that it has. <sighs> Would you say a cattle prod? Uh, unless it hits you, no. <laughs> oh yeah. Fair. Okay. Uh, the second one is doing something with the machine. You don't know what. 
it will pass it to Amari. Um, okay, so seeing that two people have now left this sort of simulation. You're awake and you're strapped to a table chair. Both oh, of us okay. are? Yeah. Or... Oh, yeah. No, I ripped those cords out of the machine. Oh, okay, good. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'd like to... Is the is the chair like bolted to the ground, or can I kind of like shift my mom, like my weight to kind of try and top? It feels it pretty over stable. Damn it! Okay, uh, I guess I'll try to lion-like strength bust my way out of uh, at least one of the one of the restraints. All right, um, you have access to your aether again. Yeah, probably forcefully. This is just athletics. That's up to you. Do you have another talent that could help you bust out of a table? No. <laughs> then that sounds pretty athletic-y to me. Yeah. I mean, I have lots of stuff that can help me. They're just mm -hmm. in a, a a shuttle very far from here. It's presumably. true. Yeah. Okay. It's a nine. Nine. You can't. It seems as though if only there was just six more. It seems like you could almost make it. <laughs> On a scale of one to fifteen, you did a nine <laughs> at getting off of the table. Fucking fuck. It's a ten on the void die. I already put it in your pool. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You're getting nothing else this year. And you pull yourself <laughs> free. Fantastic. God, I'm so happy about my freedom. Gee whiz. I pass it to Oswald. Oswald. So seems like they the had to improvise with the straps for Oswald to a like it's just that's... one strap that's binding both of your hands in front of you and a single strap that has your legs bound together. Oh. Is he like in like one of the arm slots where they just kind <laughs> of just like <laughs> the the bicep one and the 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 wrist one? They just kind of put one around his neck and the other one is around his feet because his arm's too short to reach anything. Uh, I, uh, you bring up an excellent point, Mike. Mm. Um, the fact that they had to kind of uh, Jimmy rig it a little bit for for Oswald. Mm -hmm. uh, if I were to spend one experience point. Can I justify that because my body uh, type is so unusual uh, that it would be a little bit easier for me to wriggle out of uh, out of these bindings? Well, as you probably have seen, that uh, if you spend two XP, you may lower the difficulty of a single roll. Mm. That's absolutely possible. It just costs a little bit more. It does cost a little bit more. Well... Here's the or, thing. I'm or you could just or, not even roll and just, you know, spend succeed. some void dice. And I'd have to spend three to just automatically succeed. No, you just need a 15. That's just two void dice. Just two little void dice. Here's the thing. Uh, as far as tactics that I can use, obviously, <laughs> Oswald's not doing anything forceful. Could I carefully or... Would there be a way for me to to wriggle out, uh, knowing that that the the binds are maybe a little bit looser than on my companions, and uh, I'm basically trying to justify a a role that would be better than my forceful. So uh, 
clever is 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 what i'm gonna go for here uh, what talent uh, are you using in a to cleverly escape this confine? see here's the thing uh because my most of my uh talents are knowledge based you don't say yeah i know <laughs> um i read a book once about how to escape from a zip tie i you saw know. it on tiktok yeah. <laughs> A famous wizard, Harry Houdini. <laughs> His um, advice, never let them punch you in the stomach. Yep. Okay, too, too soon. <laughs> so yeah, the only other things I have are Aether Tech and Spellcraft. So, and the, and the straps themselves are not like mechanical. They're not like Aether Tech. They're just straps. They're absolutely not Aether Tech. Yeah, so, I mean, it didn't work last time, but, I mean, I could try to use my spellcraft to just, like, pull loose something uh, that could get me free. Try Um, whatever you like, my friend. Because other than that, I got nothing. Always got something. I do, Mike, I do. I'm just trying to avoid that for now. I don't know why. Uh, I I know, right? Y'all don't like it when I have fun. (laughs) exactly (laughs) this whole this whole show is just preventing you from having fun Mm, Mike. i see yeah see that you've already failed that's a six and a two so that's eight and how much do i i need 15 to get out yeah sounds about right well looks like you're gonna have your fun after all mike huzzah Uh, okay, that's uh, so I'm at eight, seven. Yes. Okay, so that would be fifteen. Fifteen exactly. Okay. Oh, that's exact. Oh, yes. Okay, great. And you manage to struggle free. All right, Oswald, you are free. Who is going at the top of the next round? I'm going to give it to. Uh, so I have just setting the scene around me. I've you got. You find yourself um, free. There are four of these. Table chair things arrayed in a X formation. The center of the X is this weird machine that one of these foes is working on. The machine was hooked up to all of your brains. It is no longer doing that. Besides that, it is a rather drab-looking room with a veranda that opens up out onto a balcony that overlooks Talgan City. It is actually the same room you were just in, albeit with different furnishings and a much more menacing air about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And my uh, allies, uh, let's just shoot it over to Amari. Okay. Do I have my gun on me? You do not. Okay, shit, damn. Well, I, I didn't know if... I don't know what events led us to be captured here. Looking around, you see that there's a long table on the opposite side of this contraption that you were strapped in on the far wall that is apparently strewn with all of your personal belongings. Okay, I gotta get to that. You see a tight beam communications device blinking. That's our communicator with uh, Duma. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got to get over there. And how many baddies are there? There's two? You see two. Okay. Lovely. Great. How tall are they? They are no more than 
three, four-ish feet tall. Bearded? You can't see any exposed hair or flesh. Okay. Alrighty, well, I gotta get over there, so, yeah, I'll see what I can do to, like, hop over stuff and make my way to that as quickly as possible. Yeah, easy enough. You Dukes of Hazard slide over a, a chair slash table and make your way over to the table with all of the stuff on it. You see Florian's big-ass knife, you see the data tablets that each of you would necessarily have, comms devices, maybe earpieces, your gun... Gun first. Grab the gun. You've got a gun. Great. Cool. Gun. Want to shoot at small red-eyed thingy. The one attacking Florian or the one working on the machine? The one working on the machine. All right. I think you need to roll me a gun roll. Yes. Roll for guns. Roll for guns. Roll for gun stuff. Okay. Uh, And... I would say this is pretty bold. Seems bold to me. Yeah, perfect. As I add a void dice to this roll. So the number to beat is 16. 16. One higher than 15. (laughs) Okay, Uh, I am going to use one of my Aether die to add to this an extra d8 because all of my aether die are d8s indeed Mount. all right let's go come on baby that's not even close oh no uh it's a it's an eight <laughs> so you need another seven to get there yeah or eight yeah i should say yeah fucking boy die damn this system <laughs> You can always just not succeed. That's always no. I like succeed, succeeding. I almost said succeeding. I was like, I don't That's, like doing that. That is really the problem: is that this gives you the opportunity to succeed on every roll. It's yeah. so yeah. tempting. Good God! At what cost? I rolled an eleven on that. Uh, okay. All right. So, with that in mind, you wheel around and pull your shot at the one that is working at the machine, you blast, and where do you hit this thing? Where are you aiming? I like to think that it's not looking at me. No. So just not. like, like just smack dab in the like shoulder blades. Okay. This crackling bolt of energy tears at this thing's armor, and you see the exposed, ghastly pale flesh of a neck and shoulder blade that are ribbed with these horrible tangles of knotted tubing of some kind coming down off of the neck and into the shoulder blade where it's exposed. Who are you passing it to, Amari? I like that. Uh, There's Shay, everyone, and you pass it to Shay. Is this thing still working on the machine, even though it has been shot? It seems to have not really been upset by being shot. But, like, the armor came off of it, though, right? The armor was taken off by the blast, and at least a little bit of the shoulder piece was taken off by the blast. And it appears as though it, like, reacted with a a grunt, but it didn't seem to distract it. Mm -hmm. I would like to get my hands on this machine, because I'm still pretty close to it, yeah? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're right next to it. 
mostly to, uh, you know, keep saving face vis-a-vis wizardry. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I'm going to wreck it. Okay, you want to delve into these etheric systems and wreck it with your own etherics. Oui. All right. And what are we looking at in terms of aether pool in this thing? This is an excessively complicated machine. It has an aether pool of five. Mm. Delicious. Oh, baby. Save some for me. (laughs) Dog, you can eat everything around us just like all the time. It's like the world's your buffet. Only once per scene, though. The number to beat is 23. As I spent two more void dice. Fair enough. It's fine. Those ones are mine. Yeah, both of them. That's a fistful of dice. Are you stealing all of the aether from this machine? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Okie dokie. 24. 24. Definitely beats the 23. But it could be a critical victory. Mm, it could, <laughs> okay. but uh, I okay. did roll okay. higher than the thing, though. Anyways. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. As you draw on the aether within this thing, it floods through your system as you still make physical contact with this to try to save a little bit of face, basically for Oswald's sake at this point. Just uh, me. <laughs> and it's like, why at this point? But you draw all of the aether of this thing out and away and then back in in an overloading cascade that ripples down. For a terrifying moment, you see, almost as a a burnt-in afterimage, the Lord General standing directly in front of you. Ah. But then it flickers and dies like the negative of film crisping and blackening away. You, for a moment feel a system being torn apart from the inside, a closed, almost private metanet, a small, secure, enclosed network that is not attached to the larger etheric current of the galaxy, the way the metanet is. And when it collapses and it dies, a ripple is sent out from it, and you see the two figures jerk slightly. They don't stop, but something about that affected them. And this machine is thoroughly destroyed as bits of it begin popping and sparking and melting. Nice. Who are you passing it to? Uh, let's go to Florian. Okay, so there's this little little thing with the the taser. The little guy with the taser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the the one at the machine. The tubing that's on the one with the mach- the that's near the machine. Um, does that look etheric in nature? If it is, it's not like any etherics you've ever seen. Okay. God, this is such a bad idea. Uh, can I just grab the cattle prod? Sure. I'm gonna try to aether leech this sucker. And you find no aether to leech as you grab it. Oh, shit. Uh, well then I'm just gonna try to, to pull it away from him then. Okay. That sounds like... Some kind of wrestling maneuver of some kind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw a couple of or a void dice onto this. You know what? That just makes sense based on what 
action just occurred. <laughs> the number to beat is 18. Oh, so there's there's no way that I can do this. Cool. I mean, there's always a way. Yes. What did you I roll? just cr- I just critically failed. So, may either take a condition or I immediately get three void dice. You hey. know what makes sense for this is taking a condition because right. I just grabbed the business end of, of a taser. Yes. <laughs> a cattle. It is, which it is, is now a cattle. Prod. It is now yeah. fulfilled its destiny. <laughs> What's weird is that's not the business end. The other, yeah. the other side is a pen, so that the other side is actually the business. As you grip it, you feel the voltage jolting through your system. This is not etheric in nature. This is pure, raw physics burning its way through your nerves. Can the condition be called tased, bro? <laughs> I thought the condition was going to be well done. Oh, that's awesome. oh. very good. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yeah. But it's really up to are Olivia. Like, are oh, there like, like grill that. marks on your hands now? <laughs> I actually have yeah. those burned uh, on my hand. The the ple- the pleasant smell of barbecue. Yeah. Fills the- <laughs> are we talking Texas? Or what kind? Of- oh oh, you know we're talking Texas. Come okay, on. Okay, I'm just making sure you're doing it right. Okay. All right, Florian, who are you passing it to? Uh, I'm gonna pass it to Oswald. <laughs> okay, on the table. It's all of our stuff, including the Athenium uh, glass. That small cube of Athenium glass is probably yeah. here, yes. I would like to go over there and grab that. Okay. Do I... Now, I don't have any Aether in me. Mm-hmm. Do I sense that there is Aether in this Athenium glass that there I could drop absolutely on? is. In this tiny cube, there's three D6 worth of Aether. Okay. Then I want to. I I I, I grasp it in my my little clawed hand, hmm. and it's like, well, I've tried this before. Let's see what this thing can do. Um, and I would like to gravity well, which again, I don't have the specialization, but I do have right. uh, atheum glass now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to use that on. The uh, creature that's attacking Florian. Okay. And so the idea, I want to increase the amount of gravitational pull that it is receiving from below to kind of like smoosh it a little bit. Going Um, for the smoosh. The number to beat here is 18. 18. Okay. Can I use one of the Aether points from this? stone to use my trait because yes, i can absolutely. spend then that is what i want to do so i'm going to use mastermind spend one of those um aether points so that that doubles your clever tactic die yes which is good i need another d10 it doubles the tactic and talent die oh ah, there you go uh, so that'll be two d6s and then a remaining d6 for Aether, let's say this green one is the is the remaining Aether, and I'm going to roll. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah, ones. yeah. Uh, unfortunately for you, Mike, <laughs> no. Um, there is one one. 
one one. One one. Uh, so that's thirteen. That is. Is that right? Yeah, that is sixteen. What did you say? The it was eighteen. Eighteen. You did say that, didn't you? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend a void die. Yes, please do. Because uh, I want this to work. I love the 12, intricate 12, dance 12. of void dice, back and forth, back it's and just, forth, just back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, it's great. It's a, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Poetry in motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is eleven. So uh, that is twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. You know, one more, and that'd be a critical victory. What are we at? What are we at? What are we at? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm I'm imagining how satisfying this would be to play in person and just hand these dice back. <laughs> I'm so looking forward yeah, to it. Yeah, in one right. hand, the dice. The other hand, a raised middle finger, just so <laughs> I could fully express <laughs> how much I love handing those over. That is true. Um, yeah. Yes, that was always uh, the intent with the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, so plus two. So I, I assume I, I go over the. You do. All right. So when you score a critical victory, just to remind our uh, listeners and probably you, yeah. <laughs> you get a couple of options. You can either complete a finishing blow, which would remove this character from the scene slash mission. You can regain a spent aether die. Or you can alley-oop to the next player to uh, basically add an extra tactic die. I'm going to take this character out of the scene. I think I, I think I crunch, you know? <laughs> In front of you, Florian, you see the weight of this creature, its arms suddenly sag to the side. And you see bits of its armor just being slowly peeled off of it like some kind of metal banana in slow motion. And as the helmet begins to drag across the face, splitting open like a ripe cantaloupe, you see inside is just ghastly, pale, white skin with dark eyes that have been completely replaced with shining cubes of atheum. These horrible tubing coming up from the neck, a mouth that's lips have been completely removed and a horrible translucent mask is over its face and it lets out this gurgling cry and this chittering language, this sharp as its body is slowly pulled to the ground as its weight increases. What in tarnation? (laughs) So like what Oswald did was very cool. But the result was visually horrifying. (laughs) It's not good to experience. Yeah. Give us a warning next time you're doing that. That that was Oswald. So all that leaves is the the, remaining. The remaining. uh, Baddie. Baddie. He's up. The remaining baddie who cannot work on the machine because the machine is no more will flee out of the room and move it into an adjoining room, breaking line of sight. He will then pass it at the top of the next round to himself, and then continue going about his grim work. What a dick. And then he will pass it to Amari. Well, I gotta try... Yeah, well... Gotta try and catch up with this fool. Um, But he just went twice, so I don't even know if I'll be able to catch up. It's worth a shot. Also, you have a gun. 
right, I have a gun, but I have to be able to see the person. So I don't know if I'll be able to get within line of sight. I'm going to try to. Yeah. So it, it went out the door and turned a direction. Did mm -hmm. I see which direction it was going? It went through the door into an adjoining room. Do you want to follow? Yeah. You go into this adjoining room. You see it is replete with some of the strangest technology you've ever seen. None of it glows with the light of Aether. It blinks with low red lights here and there. A soft screen-colored glow emanates from a far side. And at a horrible clattering sound, this creature is slamming its hands into what looks like a beveled surface that Hang glows on, I got some foley work for you. Some... Oh, no. And it does sound like this like strange clicking clatter as it is gotta be a mechanical weighing laced to whatever is in front of it clattering away with its hands doing something you don't know what but you do see this creature its back is to you so uncivilized its back is to me well mm -hmm. i shot it before in the back it's strange that it made that mistake twice um <laughs> yeah i guess i'm going to shoot it in the back again okay yeah 11 is the number to beat. Okay, let's do boldly, and then ranged weapon again. So, okay, looking for an 11 here. That is exactly 11. That's an 8 and a 3. Okay. This thing takes another hit in the back, and its body sprawls against the keyboard with a... <laughs> its head goes into the screen that it was looking at, and there is a, a flickering fade as something dies away. It will slump, and there's this... <laughs> as smoke rolls up from around its helmeted head. You seem to have killed it. Sweet. Cool. Perfect. I'd like to check... Ed. I guess, like, I get that's probably my, my, my turn, though. We're sort of out of out combat, combat now. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I need to start scoping out the room and make sure nothing else is coming. There appears to be no other exits from this particular room. Mm -hmm. You don't see anything that you would recognize as a more bad guys, I guess. Okay, cool. I'm going to go flip over, like, the body. And you see one of the lenses of its goggles has shattered revealing that horrible cube eye kind of jutting with one of the corners out from the socket a little bit ah it's so gross and then i pull out my phone and take a photo <laughs> <laughs> that's probably when like florian would come after you to like make sure that you were yeah mm-hmm I mean, not, not to make sure that you're okay, because you're the only one of us who can actually fight, but, you know, just to check on you. But you carry a big-ass knife, but you don't fight? It's, no, it's like a Bowie knife. It's for, like... Which is great for killing. It's, it's like, for survival. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a tool knife. Yeah. It's, it's not even sharp either. It's like a safety blanket. It's no, just to it, make you feel better. It is. Um, no, it is. Okay. No, it's like, yeah. Just like my gun. It's for my. It's to make me feel more comfortable. I do also have a pistol, but <laughs> fucking <laughs> just strap, dog. That's no, the safety blanket. No, he's a cow. <laughs> well, I don't know if he likes being referred to as a cow. So <laughs> the the point is, yeah, I'd be uh, everything. Uh, everything okay? Still a little singed. 
yeah, he, uh, Amari looks back and seeing like the singedness of, of Florian's like, are you okay? No. You don't smell okay. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. There's like a little, going all in is not good for Florian. His whole thing is that he's very, very in control of all of the aether in his body at all times. And so when he doesn't have access to it, it's not good. Uh, so he's probably like shaking a little bit, just like, okay, good. It's all, all right. <clears throat> this is what adrenaline feels like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, is this what pain feels like? <laughs> I get the feeling that like, it's like you just donated blood. And so I need to sit yeah. you down and get you some orange juice and some Cheez-Its. <laughs> Please, I need a Capri Sun. Yeah. Um, But uh, I will come over and investigate this like Terminal? mysterious uh, beveled panel that I don't know what it is. It's an is ancient there, archaic is, keyboard. Yeah. Is the, is the writing on it is that anything we can read or no there's no writing the the screen has gone dark the whatever this thing is put its head through the screen oh like cr- actually cracked it okay i thought you just meant like and it's not even a holographic display oh it's it a CRT. actual physical monitor now are we talking like fallout style like it's a glass screen like, no, it was it, it like was definitely embedded in a version. much larger console of some kind. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Shay, you wouldn't happen to know how to perhaps withdraw information from this archaic machine? I have to be honest, I'm barely sure this qualifies. Machine. I've really never seen anything like it. I don't think a data cat, and he just like... <laughs> like hits like the tower with it. Like, I don't think this is compatible. I think that's a I think that's an old USB or something. The machine itself is almost slab-like in appearance. Besides the the keyboard and the monitor, it has little stripes of maybe ventilation or possibly you're not quite sure what purpose it Ventil- serves. What would you need to ventilate? It's a very good question. Eat. How big is the machine? It is the size of the back wall of this room. Oh, Jesus, it's mm, that big. Very efficient. Oh, no. And D- you can see that they've clearly modified the ceiling so that this goes up into the ceiling above where you are. What were they doing to us? I think they were pro- trying to get information. Well, from you lot, anyway. Yes, it seemed strangely uninterested in you for whatever reason. Well, just a simple unclanned elf, you know. No, that's fair. I don't think there's any other reason why. Quick check at any of your data pads or chronometers would reveal that it's now three days past when you were supposed to have your interview with the Lord General. That's hot. That's bad. Yeah. That explains Um, the bed sores. (laughs) You were all very sore at this point. How do we smell? Not great. There's a lot of sensory kind of overload happening here. Now that you're kind of settling down and recovering, there's some questions about how were you fed? How were you watered? How did you go to the bathroom? 
Whether or not you want the answers to any of these questions. I told you, Mike, the house elves magic away <laughs> all of the badness. There is very clearly no magic in this building. Um, yeah. Except uh, for us. Are there, are there, however, any windows? Can we see out of here? You can see yeah, out like... the veranda onto the balcony that looks over the city, yeah. Yeah. Could... And it... Okay. Yeah, I don't think we should tarry here for very long. Well, we have to know what was happening here, seeing as that was our mission. Although our mission was specifically to find the identity of Moonstone, but if we don't answer what this all of this is, then it doesn't that question doesn't matter. Do our data pads have the ability to take photos? Yeah, absolutely. Great, oh, cool. Yeah. Document <laughs> all of it. Just hell out of this place. Yeah. Yeah, just like, take a lot of photos. Okay. Yeah, think of your personal data pads like smartphones. Yeah. Okay. Are they that kind of size or are they like iPad? size think of it like uh like a like a galaxy note like that size oh so the worst of both worlds (laughs) (laughs) well there goes our sponsors god i hate using this wonderful device (laughs) samsung (laughs) we're looking for sponsors The creatures that are on the ground, you recognize, at least in proportions, as cog. What has been done to them is not like anything you've ever seen. You don't know what is going on with these things' physiology. But at least in... The crystals! I would say, at least in, like, size and proportions, they appear to be cog. Right. So, the crystals that are their eyes are athium or athite? They appear to be athite. Do they... Do they have any sort of etheric register or whatever aether was powering their ocular sensors died with them? How about um athium glass? Is there any athium glass as part of their design? No. You sense that there's probably some trace amounts of athite uh, in their heads where their eyes connect with their brains. Mm-hmm. But beyond that Nothing here registers as etheric. Shall we uh, bring one of these then? How? Uh, uh, y- oh, yeah. we have somebody pick us up. That's not a completely illogical solution. Uh, who's going to pick us up? Yeah. Uh, Duma. Yeah. Isn't there? I'm just trying to. Remember, isn't there like anti-aircraft well, turrets uh, all around this place? Especially if this is the Lord. General Moonstone's house. I seem to be under the impression that um, we are looking at Moonstone himself, uh, so to speak. Perhaps we can perhaps deactivate those mechanisms. Okay. I was going to say deactivate the defense mechanisms. Let's, here, let's take this I think they might be people. Step at a time. Let's get out of this room mm-hmm. and kind of go from there, because we still need to get out of this building before we do anything. Mm-hmm. Collect all of our shit, yeah. Yes, yeah. well, that, that is uh, number one. We don't want to look around and see what we could find. There could and be a lot of interesting... Mm-hmm. Well, well, again, yeah. again, we have to get out of this building so we can maybe look around while we try to find a way out. 
But sure. trying to find a way out should be our like number one priority. Mm-hmm. Personally. You know what the best part of all this is? I can now give the information on this glass atheum to the archive because <laughs> yes, clearly I, that you know what I, I mean was you were about all thinking to say it, of course. the yes. same thing. It is the best part of all of this whole situation. Exactly. Yes. I'm I'm glad we see eye to eye. Weird Asper. If we can't download any information from and Florian will kinda like nod his head to the room we were just in. Are in? I don't know where we are. Theater of the mind. Um, Which is where we were earlier before we got out of the machine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shouldn't we get rid of it so that if those two weren't the only, I don't know, general moonstones, they can't access that anymore? It would be, God, it'd be a shame to not be able to know what they were doing precisely. But if we're trying to leave... I, well, before we leave, we, we, we must know what's happening here. Uh, the ramifications are you know, span over the globe. I mean, this individual, this General Moonstone, is a force to be reckoned with on this planet. No, fair. I, I just am saying that I don't know that you're going to get anything off of that machine. I don't know mm. that you know how to. I don't. And it's better, instead of leaving it, then if we're going to leave it, we should get rid of it. Yes, yes, suppose you're right. So in leaving, you find that it would be a matter of some speciality that none of you possess to extract information from this strange cogrish device. There's no loose CD-ROMs anywhere. <laughs> we can no just... floppy disks? No. None of your specialities would indicate, at least to me, that you have any real idea about how machinery like there, this works. There yeah. actually is a, a blank, a stack of blank floppy disks, but we're like, what the fuck are these? Coasters? The worst I mean, tasting crackers I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly enough, there is a Philips CDI over in the corner, but that's not going to help anyone. The Commodore 64 booting up in the background. Oh, nice. Now, there is somebody as part of the Cole Foundation who probably would have that specialization. I mean, sure. Can we sure. communicate with them at this point? Can the cover get out of the building first. <laughs> I I think it's going to be like potentially harder to communicate if we're just out. Like here, we have some sort of cover. Uh, we we don't know that there's anybody in this building. I'd like to start looking for a way out. Like. There's another door like out of stealthily. this dining hall that leads out into a hallway that will lead down and away from this, what turns out to be a a large suite at the top of a residential building. Mm-hmm. So when I broke the machine that we were hooked up to, mm-hmm. did I, when you were talking about like kind of what was happening, was part of that like the destruction of the closed network within this city maybe that's what i'm wondering yeah i mean we don't even know when it started necessarily like when oh god uh yeah my concern is that if it wasn't just these two operating this whole 
thing and we try to send a message out, we're alerting people to where we are exactly before we even find out how to get out of where we are. And if this closed network is still up and running, I'm not getting back in the metanet. I don't want to get killed by a weird metanet dog. Orf. The glowing eyes Orf. of that strange program you encountered in the metanet network here is very reminiscent to the glowing red of the goggles of these two cog. Well, I suppose you're right. We should get out of here as fast as possible. Report our findings and bring those who might be a little bit more specialized in this archaic technology. So you all leave? I mean... I mean, can I, I look around? I want, like... Yeah, I don't think leave. it's a good idea to just leave. <laughs> like, I, I want to look around. around. Yeah. Like, let's find some clues. Let's do some investigating. Investigating, you would find that this whole residential building is abandoned. There's no sign of the Lord General's guard anywhere here. This appears to be what would be known in military terms as a black site. Completely off the books. No one is aware of its position. The part of the built city you're in, you quickly discover, is the flooded district. The lower floors of this building are completely flooded. So you're in the northern chunk of Talgan City. The information you glean from the shattered remains of the strange machine mostly boils down to the fact that there was a closed miniature metanet constructed by these creatures for the sole purposes of modifying the memories of those who were hooked up to it. Based on the time you've seen on your chronometers and on your data pads, it seems as though you were strapped to this thing for nearly four days. You do not know precisely what they meddled with or found while you were hooked up to these machines. If part of their function was to erase every time it reset, who knows what they learned, or who they reported to, or who they were working for. Axel Amendito. <laughs> <laughs> if only. What you do know is that the machine they had here was a combination of Aether and CogTech, unlike anything you've ever seen before. A fusion of technologies that is, at the same time, improbable in terms of how it's powered and how it functions, and incredible in terms of what it can accomplish with those limitations. Retrofuturism at its bleeding edge. What you soon learn is that there are stockpiles in this building of Athium glass. All packed up and ready to ship out. Whatever these cog were doing, they were doing it to gain access to this material. By the time nightfall comes, you can see that little bits of chaos have begun erupting in the city beyond. Fights, maybe, you hear in the distance? Shouting? There's definitely gunfire. You're not quite sure what's happening in Talgun City, but you have a dreadful suspicion that no one's giving orders anymore. And I think that's a good place to leave it for now. Yeah. As you gather yourselves what information you can and make for the near end of this mission, I think we'll pick it up next time as we escape from Talgan City. But of course, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MatcomRPG. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners.
You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis, where I post art and post about MatCom. You can also find links to my Patreon and Society6 stores there so you can help support me. You can find me on Twitter at CryOutOlivia, um, where I talk about all sorts of stuff, including mostly tabletop RPGs. Uh, come hang out. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at The Readamus, where I post lots of pictures of my adventures and tweets about my shenanigans. I also run the Matcom RPG Instagram account, so you can also find us there at Matcom RPG. And you can support us by rating and reviewing our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. And when you do, include the name of an NPC in the subject line of the, of the review, and we will put that NPC into this campaign. That is absolutely true. And when you do, you can also find me on Twitter at MKGergoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things Matcom and tabletop RPGs, such as our good, good friend Omatep, who you can also find on Twitter at NPC underscore AN, because even though he is not in this campaign... Yet, he is, of course, an important NPC. Thank you all so much for listening, and as always, the world, the galaxy, is chaos. So please, be kind to one another. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.